No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome, welcome, welcome. Wednesday, fucking welcome. How you going? What's happening out there? Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a lovely couple of days, because I certainly did. As always, we've got so much to get through and so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, ladies and gentlemen... You can also follow us on Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. As always, tonight's recommended drink, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast right here at the official boogie stand time of 7pm, like it always is. Like it's always been, and like it always will be, until it changes again. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. So much to get through today. Do you want to get your freedom back? Look, I think we can all agree here on this show that we all love freedom, don't we? Everybody, everybody loves freedom. And you know my favourite kind of freedom? The freedom that is very, very, very tightly controlled. That's the freedom I love. I love the freedom that has to ask for permission to do things. That's my favourite kind of freedom. And that's the kind of freedom that we'll be exploring tonight here on the Wednesday night edition of the show. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, there are a few ways you can do it, of course. Streamlabs.com slash Boogie Bumper. You can buy me a coffee, buy me a beer, whatever. Buy me a coffee, Boogie Bumper. Uh, YouTube, Super Chats, DLive. Get those succulent little lemons, leave those sour little suckers in my fruit bowl. There's so many ways. There's so many ways that you can unfairly and without merit dispense with your hard-earned money here on this program. We're free. We're very proud to offer these services to you. <laughs> but thank you for joining us. Let's get into it, shall we? Like I said, tonight we're all going to, we're going to hopefully qualify for our freedom pass tonight. I think, you know, this, this podcast isn't just about fun and games. It's not about you know, spurging out about conspiracy theories either. This this podcast is really about education. How can we, as a smart, savvy population here in the kingdom of Boogistan, how can we come together, learn from each other, and help navigate our way through the future minefield that's being laid before our feet? So tonight, hopefully, we will answer some of those questions. Just what's expected of you in the future? The kind of behaviour that you'll be expected to carry yourself with moving forward so it should be a lot of fun uh, but before we do get into all of that it's time for our weekly check with the greatest sports commentator of all time steve inman what do you got for us steve well as you can see chester is out protesting his right to be naked but there is no right to be naked and that's why daryl's stepping up Darryl's and stepping he's up. about to deliver oh! a big right and snaps his neck back like a human bez dispenser oh my god let's take a quick look at the replay Chester out here trying to, uh, I don't know, man, just show off his egg roll to the world. 
And you can see Daryl has just had enough. He's like, you know what, man? I'm really sick of all these protests, including you, Chester. Delivers that big right, drops him. His knees buckle like a newborn deer here tonight. <laughs> well, as you can see, Chester is... Yes, fantastic. Look. All right. Welcome to the show, everyone. You may have noticed over the past six months, 12 months, if you've been around here, if you've been listening to the show, if you've been participating in the chat in any way, shape or form, at some point, the topic of something we like to call the Freedom Pass has come up on this show. In fact, many, many times. Something we've discussed over and over and over again. And I'm pleased to, now now that I'm a member of Team YouTube, a valued member of Team YouTube, uh, I'd just like to say that not only myself, but also Susan, or as I like to call her, Suze, I call her Suze. Myself and Suze, we're on the same page when it comes to this. So I'm very excited to bring you the this vital information that you're going to need moving forward. Try to think of it in a global sense, right? We're all citizens of, you know, planet Earth. There are no illegals here. So here on this very global friendly citizen of planet Earth podcast, we're going to educate, we're going to come together, we're going to learn what it's going to take to get ourselves a freedom pass so we can get all of those freedoms back that we had before. Because isn't that what we really want? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome... Welcome to 2021, where it's about to go off its tits. Two years ago today, Scott Morrison. Gypsy of Diamond with the Diamond. Fair to just steals the Diamond, Gypsy. Thank you for joining us. Won a once-in-a-lifetime victory. I have always believed in miracles. Uh, this is Scott Morrison, the current Australian Prime Minister, who is also the head of the you know, nominally conservative party here in Australia. Now, if you're not familiar, we, we call our, cons- our conservative party is called the Liberal Party because it's considered in the, you know, the classical liberal context. So it's like Christian conservatives, libertarians, classical liberals, right? The other side of this two-party duopoly is the Labor Party, which is basically, you know, historically the union movement. And uh, but these days it's uh you know it's it's fifty percent union movement it used to be a lot more working class than it is now but now it's kind of like the uh, multicultural party, right? The university types, the inner city types, these types, that's what it is these days. But I just needed to get that on the record, okay? The quote unquote conservative prime minister of Australia. All right, strap in. Two years ago today, Scott Morrison won a once-in-a-lifetime victory. I have always believed in miracles. And after a year fighting a -a once-in-a-century pandemic, he sat down with Nine News to detail how Australia reopens to a COVID-ravaged world. Okay, so we're talking about reopening, huh? So I think it's going to be good news. I mean, when you see a politician... Any politician of any particular flavour. Reminder, this is a conservative government, okay? When you see a politician of a particular flavour, whatever that flavour may be, when you see them sit down and talk about, okay, in regards to government regulations that have kept businesses closed, have kept borders closed, have uh, turned, you know, previously thought of everyday actions into criminal actions, like, say, I don't know, selling sandwiches or walking down the street in a group of three people. 
you know, or sitting on a park bench somewhere having a sandwich and a coffee. All of these things that you rubes out there thought that you had a right to do. I mean, I'm sorry. The best thing the best thing about 2021 here at Team YouTube, we believe, the best thing about 2020 and 2021 is we all got to learn what freedom we don't have. Isn't isn't that the most important thing? Like I've said before, there are some people in other countries who probably look at us and laugh and go, oh, stupid Westerners, they think they have freedom. <laughs> See, we know we don't have freedom, but they think they have it. I mean, it's sad, really, when you consider it. They really are living in a fantasy world. So I'm glad 2020 and 2021 have opened our eyes to this new respons- socially responsible reality. It really is a beautiful thing. It's not closed one day, open the next. No. It is a gradual process. Gradual process. And it will be tempered by the medical advice oh, yes. on every step. Okay, let's oh, go Oh, sounds encouraging. <laughs> press one in the chat if you think that this is going to be good news. Press two in the chat if you don't think that this is going to be good news at all. I want to see where you're at. I want to see your level of optimism, chat. I know where I am. I want to see where you are. A lot of twos in the chat if you're listening to the podcast. It seems our audience is not optimistic at all. It seems that we have managed to inadvertently gather up all of these conspiracy theorists and science deniers out there, ladies and gentlemen. If the moderators could please go around, scoop up everybody who put a two and uh, remove them from the chat immediately, please. Because we can't have all we can't have all of these science deniers in here stinking up the place now, can we? Especially we're on the verge of such positive news here at Team YouTube. A couple of those steps. The first step to move within borders if you're vaccinated. Uh-huh. How will we prove that? Well, we need internal vaccination passports. All of those arrangements will have to be put in place. And that's what we'll have to work with the states and oh. territories on. Well, we're not at that stage at the moment. No, that oh, would good. require state premiers to have the power to stop people crossing their borders who haven't been vaccinated, wouldn't it? It would have to be done in concert with the state and territories who actually prevent uh, Australians moving from one state to another consistent yes. with their public health orders. Pretty there. big reason to get vaccinated. I think it is, but we're already seeing. <laughs> yes. yes, it sounds like a good reason to get vaccinated because here we have a government, you know, here we have the Prime Minister kind of loosely, non committally, very ambiguously uh, you know, referring to what some people may have been calling over the last six months or what have you conspiracy theorists for the most part. But some people have been out there calling this thing, you know, the freedom pass, the vaccine passport. And we've been told time and again, hey, that is not going to (laughs) happen. That is not even on our radar. Let's just deal with the pandemic the way we know how. And all of those kinds of conversations, well, they're for another day. Right now, we need to focus on what we can do. You know what I mean? How many times have you heard this little speech? (laughs) Here's another one for you. Press one in the chat if you remember on this show us talking about it in any way this specific timeline of events, right? Where first it would be international travel that you would need to prove your vaccination for. Now that conversation, if you just got here, that conversation was taking place in the corporate press about three months ago. But like we've said many times on the show, the way this, it's like information blitzkrieg. So they just keep moving forward with new conversation. They keep pushing the argument to a further direction, right? 
So while we're still back here talking about whether or not vaccine vaccine passports are a good idea, they're already talking about now. So, okay, so it's obviously a good idea for international travel. What about domestic travel as well? What about going from one state to another state in your own country? Maybe we should start thinking about this, right? Press one hands up if you remember us ever talking about this about six months ago. And then the next thing will be, okay, so it works so well for international travel and it works so well for travel within the country. Maybe we need to start implementing it on things like public transport and government buildings, for example, right? Members talking about that. So this is fantastic news. <laughs> Let's carry on. And I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, I, I've got to tip my hat to him. I do. Yes, exactly. Winning TV with a diamond. DLive.tv slash winning TV. Boogie stand only requires you return your cart. That's it. That's the only info we need from you. That's the only thing we ask. Just return your cart. The rest of the time, you can do whatever you want. You can rub canola oil on your naked body and swim with the ducks if you want to, if that's what makes you happy. Because we're all about happiness here in Boogie Stand. That's why we're bringing you this good news here on Team YouTube. Seeing it being done with the uh, easing of restrictions on people who are vaccinated in other countries, the United States is an example. Is your strategy no risk or low risk? Remember when I said, um, you know, the whole joke behind it'll never happen here, right? is that people think, well, that law is happening over in that other country, so that's none of, that, doesn't mean any, that doesn't mean anything to us. It doesn't do anything. Remember, I was telling you how these little bureaucracies, right, these little government employees at the policy kind of implementation level, what they do, they talk to each other, right? UK bureaucrats will talk to USA bureaucrats and they'll talk to Australian bureaucrats and Canadian bureaucrats and they have little functions and little... You have no idea... If you've never known anybody who's worked in government or whatever, you have no fucking idea the amount of talks and dinners and weekends and conferences and shit these people engage themselves with. It really is relentless and constant. So they're constantly mingling and sharing ideas and talking about what they're doing and how they're implementing it and stuff, right? So you'll see a story in the UK or something, for example. And it'll be, hey, we've just introduced this new regulation to cut down on X. And they'll have their little junket and the, you know, the Australian bureaucrat or the American bureaucrat will get wind of this little scheme and then they take it home to their own country and they go, you never guess what the British are doing. It's the most brilliant thing. They do this, this and this and this and through regulation they can take care of everything. And everyone goes, oh, really? That's a great idea. That's how these things catch on. That's why you have so many similar laws in places like the EU, the UK, the United States, Australia, right? It's all kind of one hive mind, the machine of government. And we, and we do from time to time allow ourselves to dream that there is two different sides here, right? They, no, my team's good and your team's bad. Their team does the bad thing and my team does the good thing. We like to imagine, because everybody likes a good guy and a bad guy story, right? But there's an old saying, regardless of who you vote for, the government always wins. Right? The government always gets in after an election, no matter who you vote for. Let's carry on. 
my strategy is one step at a time. One step and, at a time. A Sounds like a good strategy, sir. <laughs> can manage safely and to ensure that we understand the risk environment we're operating, which mm. is changing daily. The yes. head of Virgin Australia says that we have to accept some risk at some stage, and that means that some Australians may well die of the disease. She's telling the truth, isn't she? Oh, we've saved 30... Yes, that's, <laughs> Australians die every day. It's true. You know, we've got breaking news coming up at six. Some Australians will die of X disease. Wow. <laughs> we need to put a stop to this. <laughs> Whatever it takes. If we have to upend every social norm in the Western Hemisphere, then that's what we'll do. In order to prevent bad things from happening. I mean, that's what we believe here on Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Thousand lives to date. 910 Australians have lost their lives to COVID. Every single one of those is a terrible tragedy. And uh, I won't be doing things that risk Australian lives. One day the disease will have to be allowed to circulate in Australia, though, otherwise we stay closed. All right. At each step, I'll be, I'll be listening very carefully to the medical advice. Ooh, that's about... reassuring, isn't it? The, the same medical advice that gave you such classics, the same medical advice that gave you such hits as um, five people can visit another family of five people but five people cannot travel too far to an empty house in the country because the latter is you know you're a danger of spreading coronavirus the former perfectly fine they they brought you such hits as you can't have more than 10 people over at your house at any given time for a barbecue or a dinner but you can go to the cricket and sit with 10,000 people <laughs> Right? Social distancing is important, so please, everybody, gather at the front door and line up together at the same time. Right? So, yeah, I'm really glad we're following the advice. You know, what I love most about the experts and the people that give advice for the rest of society to live by is they're never wrong. They're so good at their job. I feel so safe and reassured. That's our policy anyway here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Home quarantine for people returning from overseas when we get to that point. Do you think that's likely? I think oh. that's doable. I really do think that's... Oh, look, look at that. How about that, huh? Look at the trust. If you, if you missed that question, have another quick listen. Because they really do think very highly of you. The truth, isn't she? Oh, we've saved 30,000 lives to, to date. 910 Australians have lost their lives to COVID. Every Not single this, one of those is one. a terrible tragedy. And uh, I won't be doing things that risk Australian lives. Okay, listen to this. Question and answer. One day the disease will have to be allowed to circulate in Australia, though, otherwise we stay closed. All right, at each step, I'll be, I'll be listening very carefully to the medical okay. advice. Not this one. <laughs> the next one. What about home quarantine for people returning from overseas when we get to that point? Do you think that's likely? Oh. I think that's doable. Oh. I Home quarantine from when returning it. You know what? One day, citizens, one day, maybe down the line, if you behave yourselves, if you follow the rules, if you, you know, get the vaccine, sign up to the vaccine passport, maybe if you keep following all of the directions, remember two weeks to flatten a curve, ladies and gentlemen, maybe if you keep doing what you're asked just for a little bit longer, then maybe one day we'll let you fly back into the country and then be locked up in your own home for two weeks as opposed to a hotel room. What do you think of that? I mean, is that a fucking deal or what, citizens? Huh? Hey?
Yes, exactly. Foggy, I get to be my own prisoner. <laughs> we'll put you under house arrest instead of actual arrest. <laughs> You'll have the freedom of staying in your own home for two weeks instead of a strange hotel which lobby is whose lobby is, I'm not lying, being guarded by police to prevent people from going in or out. <laughs> I mean, what a wonderful thought. What a wonderful idea. Hey, where do I sign up? This sounds amazing. How can I say no? I really do think that's doable. Uh, it's not doable, it's doable yet, according to the states and territories, but it's mm. certainly something we've put to the medical expert panel uh, to, to inform us about when that is possible. And some right. states may be prepared to do that before others. It's mm. been a year like no other. Mm. I mean, when the, when the unelected medical experts tell us what to do, then I guess that's what we'll do. <laughs> If you were an alien and you arrived today and you would say, take me to your leader, press one in the chat if you would take them to, you know, the president or the prime minister, or press two in the chat if you would take them to Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Who's really running the show here? You see, I, I'm, I'm an idiot, okay? So I have this really strange, idiotic, archaic, some might even call it like this dinosaur understanding of politics. I was of the impression that People vote for politicians and then the politicians go into government and then they will decide, you know, they will enact laws, right? They might abolish laws. They very they don't seem to abolish laws as often as they enact laws, which is curious. So they, you know, they write laws and whatnot. And this is who you vote for. So you vote for the people who make the decisions. Now, I've been observing this trend and you have you would have too if you've been listening to this pro uh, program i've observed this trend that it seems like the people that we hire to make the decisions are no longer making the decisions have you noticed that instead their role now seems to be for you know if, as an outside observer just say i'm an alien i arrived today take me to your leader the role of the politician seems to be to enforce the decisions of the experts they refer to seems to have gone from like an advisory role to hmm, I don't know direct subordination <laughs> just looks just looks like that hey take me to your leader take him to Dr. Fauci that's the guy calling the shots I mean did you see the story earlier in the week I think it was LA it was like California government scrambles um, to update to update their own kind of health guidelines or the health laws or whatever as the CDC changes its mind on something, right? So the CDC changed their policy and you had all these governments kind of pulling their hair out. Oh, my God, now we have to tell the people this. It's like, hang on, you're, you're in charge here, you know? I feel like sitting them down and saying, do you remember that you're supposed to be the one making the, the decisions here? You don't get to just, um, you know, outsource your responsibility and decision-making process because that's really what's happening here, right? We've gone over it before. Just say the politicians announce that there's a new law. So if you get caught outside in a place that you're not supposed to be, you will now be arrested and get a $1,000 fine in this fictitious example that never would actually happen. And so you'll go to the press conference and you'll ask the politician, sir, uh, concerning this new law, 
uh, going to prison and getting a thousand dollar fine, getting arrested and getting a thousand dollar fine. Uh, do you think that that's fair to do to people? And they'll say, well, look, we're not arresting anybody. You have to talk to the police about that. It's like, well, no, hang on, sir. So they're enforcing your law. Oh no, no, we don't. We don't comment on crime matters in regards to COVID. Uh, people being arrested and being fined—that's a matter for the police to decide. And it's it's like the old runaround. And so you go to the police and you'll say, hey, how come you're arresting people? And they go, well, that's the law. We can't really do anything about it. We've got to enforce the law. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's up to the police who they arrest and what for. No, it's not. It's up to you. And so, you know, the same thing happens here. So when do you think you might, you know, allow people to open up their own businesses as they see fit once again? I mean, it's only been a 12, it's only been a year in some places. When do you think they might be allowed to open their business without criminalizing themselves? Well, we'll be listening to the health experts, the health professionals. Why? (laughs) Why can't you just say, okay, now (laughs) it's your job. You can do that. Well, no, this is a matter. This is a matter for the health experts. Oh, really? When did we vote for them? (laughs) You see my point here. Now, this is great because with these kinds of little videos, I do like to check the replies from time to time. Remember, I've been telling you about the same, this same process happens every single time, right? And you, you should try this at home. It's a lot of fun. You'll say to somebody, look, Here's what's going to happen. Here's X, Y, and Z. Here's a re- here are the reasons for it. Here's what people are saying, yada, yada, yada. And they'll say to you, no, that's a conspiracy theory. It'll never happen here. You're ridiculous. Don't be so negative, bro. And then, you know, a t- an amount of time goes by, a month, six months, 12 months, whatever. And the thing that you said would happen actually happens. And so you go to the person who you had this original conversation with and you say, look, remember this? We were talking about this. And at that moment, it happens all the time. At that moment, they'll forget that they had that conversation with you. The moment you bring it up and show them that it's happening, they'll forget about that whole to and fro. And they'll switch from saying you're a conspiracy theorist to saying that you're wrong because it's a good idea and we should do it. Like everybody should be happy about it. It's like, hang on, six months ago, you told me that it'll never happen and I'm a conspiracy theorist. And now not only is it happening, but you're gaslighting me and telling me that you've always thought we should do it because it's such a good idea. Because this is what they're programmed to do, ladies and gentlemen, to just instantly change tack, to instantly change the story. Like CDC guidelines, from one week to the next, the story is completely different. And don't worry, we'll get into that. So I like to check the replies and then we get this little cracker here, this little ripper here. Somebody replied to that story, to that clip we just watched with, quote, that's good news. Can't wait for conspiracy theorists to start crying. (laughs) I shit you not. I can't wait for conspiracy theorists to start crying. Uh, About being right? (laughs) You mean about getting it right? That's a strange comment to make. Do you see do you see the fruitlessness of trying to argue with people on Twitter? Twitter really is a wonderful magical place where you can gather up all of the world's dumbest people on the internet in one place at one time. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, man. You cannot miss. You cannot miss whatever whatever thread you land on, you will find one. They're there under every rock. Like poisonous mushrooms. 
That's good news. I can't wait for the conspiracy theorist to start crying. Now, of course, this person gets a lot of replies to that. They get a little ratioed. Somebody said, why would they cry? Because they were right. This person doubles down and says, right about what? They will cry since they won't be able to live life as everybody else who isn't a COVID denier. <laughs> Listen to this. Somebody replied, vaccine passports was the conspiracy theory, you bellend. And this person replied to them, it was the most realistic outcome it was never a conspiracy theory. It was just portrayed as one. So the thing he's... <laughs> you, have to, you have to be able to bend your mind into the shape of a pretzel to understand this. So I don't even blame people if they go, I don't even know what's going on. This is boring as fuck. Why are we talking about... I don't know what these people are saying. That's, that's the normal response. You have to you have to transform your brain into a bowl of custard to be able to understand this logic here. Okay, so this person has probably been saying that people who talk about vaccine passports are conspiracy theorists for six months. And now after watching a video where they say, look, we're going to bring in the, the vaccine passports. It's all happening. This is what we're going to do. You're going to need this freedom pass in order to move around your own country. Now they've seen that story. They say, oh, this is great news. Can't wait for the conspiracy theorists to start crying, LOL. You know, it's like... So the story coming true, the quote-unquote conspiracy theory, which actually becomes true, now gets turned into, quote, it was the most realistic outcome. It was never a conspiracy theory. It was just portrayed as one. After this, minutes after this person has accused people of saying this would happen, of being conspiracy theorists. It was never a conspiracy theory. That's why the conspiracy theorists are angry at me. Lol. <laughs> like I said, you have to bend your mind into the shape of a fucking pretzel to understand this. I don't blame you if you can't. Why would they cry? They were right all along, you fuckhead, somebody else wrote. The reply, right about what? There's nothing wrong with a vaccine passport, and it was always the most realistic option. It was turned into a conspiracy theory by the usual crowd. <laughs> it was turned into a conspiracy... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So the thing that you're accusing people of being conspiracy... I'm just trying... Let's map this out mentally, okay? Let's let's figure this shit out. So you accuse somebody of being a conspiracy theorist because they believe that a vaccine passport is about to happen. We get to the point now where a vaccine passport is happening. And you accuse the conspiracy theorists of being wrong because the thing that they're a conspiracy theorist for believing isn't a, a it never was a conspiracy in the first place conspiracy conspiracy theorists say thing i denounce thing thing happens i denounce conspiracy theorists for getting the thing wrong <laughs> even though it happened they got it wrong see they would be the, the only way that the conspiracy theorist can be correct in this guy's scenario is if it never comes true <laughs> because then it's a conspiracy <laughs> 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 
In which case, the person says, hey, you never got anything right. Nothing you say ever comes true. Don't listen to this conspiracy theorist. I mean, like I said, it is a mind-bending exercise in making, in protecting your own kind of sense of what's right and wrong. Just twisting logic itself into like a barely recognizable shape in order to convince yourself, because you're not convincing anybody else. Anybody else with two brain cells looks at these responses and looks at these posts and goes, wow, this guy's fucking crazy, right? So it's purely for your, your own sense of self-satisfaction. So you can put your head down on a pillow late at night and think to yourself, yeah, I'm right again. I win again. You will bend reality itself to preserve your own ego. Absolutely wonderful stuff. They're vaccinated and they're keeping their masks on. Maybe forever, ladies and gentlemen. This comes via the New York Times, via Yahoo News. Whenever Joe Glickman heads out for groceries, he places an N95 mask over his face and tugs a cloth mask on top of it. He then pulls on a pair of goggles. <laughs> this is obviously somebody we should be listening to, ladies and gentlemen. Sounds like a very sane, rational, rational, reasonable guy walking around with a pair of goggles and two masks on. He has used his, this safety protocol for the last 14 months. It did not change after he contracted coronavirus in November. Oh, thank you for following on Twitter. I really do have to address the Twitch sounds because so, so, so few people watch on Twitch. There's such few little moments of action on Twitch that I never I must have never bothered to go into the thing and change it. That's like, oh God, there's another one I didn't see. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. It did not change after he contracted the coronavirus in November. It did not budge when earlier this month he became fully vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen. This is the key. And even though President Biden said on Thursday that fully vaccinated people do not have to wear a mask, Glickman said he planned to stay the course. Stay the course. In fact, he said he plans to do his grocery run. There it goes again. Marge, what's that sound? There's that sound again. You're making it up, Bruce. No, I'm not. I heard it twice this time. I think something's trapped in the walls. In fact, he said, listen to this. In fact, he said he plans to do his grocery run double masked and goggled for at least the next five years, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno, I hope five or more. Yes, five. Five at least for the next five years. Which brings me to this point. Isn't it fun? When you consider this, that from one week to the next, the people who have said these kind, the people who make these kinds of statements, right? Number one, trust the science. Okay. Number two, don't be a COVID denier, right? Number three, listen to the experts. Okay. These the people who have been getting angry at other people for quote unquote defying CDC guidelines. Okay. These are the people, the people that we're about to discuss here. These are the ones who have been, you know, enforcing CDC guidelines on their fellow citizens, you know, 
getting angry at people who don't wear masks indoors, right? Getting angry at people who don't come in the right entry and leave through the right exit or don't socially distance to their liking. These are the same people. The same people who have told you for the last year that you have to follow the health expert guidelines, that you have to follow the CDC guidelines, that you must trust the science, are now openly defying CDC guidelines in order to keep the mask on. They're now going against CDC guidelines, but they smugly, at the same time, will look you dead in the eye and say they trust the science and you don't. Because like we've been saying on this show, man, for, again, for months and months and months, and people didn't like it when I said it at the time, and I still don't fucking like it. There's going to be a number of people who are now going to be like permanently psychologically damaged by what's happened over the last 12 months. And then they'll never be the same again. They'll never be the same. And you might not even care. You might say, who who gives a fuck? Well, wait until it's a problem. (laughs) For you. Because kind of germaphobe hypochondriac behavior is now going to be rewarded so it'll get you too but yeah I just found that interesting so last week or whenever it was a couple of weeks ago CDC comes out and says guess what good news guys good news citizens when you're outside now you don't have to wear a mask and the people who that day some of them probably said hey we need to follow the CDC guidelines are now openly telling you well I'm just going to do what I want (laughs) in order to keep it on not to take it off Oh, I'll just do what I want. Can't be too careful these days, huh? Am I right? And people go, you know what? That's a very reasonable person. They will legitimately say to you with a straight face, they will point to the guy who's double masking, who's who's been vaccinated. He's double masking, wearing fucking rubber gloves and, you know, swimming goggles, walking through the store. <laughs> Shopping bags on his feet, perhaps. They'll openly say to you, they'll tap you on the shoulder and point to that man and say, look, that guy's being responsible because that's how fucking crazy we are right now. People would rather look that level of crazy than admit that they were wrong. It's really a problem. Hey, look at that. Look at that guy walking around the store there with a snorkel on, shopping bags around his feet, um, leather gloves taped to his wrist and wearing a respirator at the same time. Isn't he a responsible, rational, rational young man? I can tell he really cares about keeping people safe. Fantastic stuff. Uh, T1. Let's go here. This is a fun little one. Oh my God, Masks off in Manhattan. Wow. <laughs> New Yorkers can now go mask free in most places if they are fully vaccinated. Awesome, yes. But it seems many don't want to. (laughs) Why wouldn't they want to? Remember, it's only two weeks, guys. We've just got to accept a little bit of behavioural shift. I like to call it a shift. A little, we'll call it, we'll we'll use the Cass Sunstein example and, and refer to it as a nudge. How about that? Nudge society better, you know, into better more agreeable behaviours. 
I, I shit you not. Sometimes you have to just pin, sometimes you just have to lean back and pinch yourself and say, no, we're not dreaming. This is real. This is happening. Okay. Last week, CDC. Guys, you need to keep your masks on out there, okay? It's very important that you keep your masks on. Got to protect people. Stop the spread. Citizen, good idea. I'm going to wear my mask everywhere. Next week, CDC. Guess what? Good news, guys. If you've had the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask outdoors anymore. Citizen, hmm. I'm just going to keep it on. Trust the science. They now openly don't trust the science, but they'll still tell themselves that they're trusting the science because, hey, they're smarter than you. They're more intelligent than you. They know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. It's fascinating, isn't it? Like I said, bend your mind into the shape of a pretzel and you might be able to understand it. We checked out stores and restaurants today and found pretty much everyone still wearing a mask. <laughs> Target, CVS, and Trader Joe's no longer require face coverings. But look, at but yet there they are. Everybody wearing a mask. You know why? Because they're reasonable, rational people. <laughs> they're, they're defying CDC guidelines because they trust the science. <laughs> I'm doing the opposite of what the CDC says because I but I trust the medical experts. <laughs> and this is when you this is when you also come to the realization where you know you can see talking heads on TV talking about things like facts and evidence 24 hours a day 7 days a week till the fucking cows come home. Doesn't it's not going to change people's minds. Not about facts and evidence anymore. It's just not. The people the, the people have a simultaneous belief that they can, one, follow the medical expert advice and, two, openly defy the medical expert advice, do the opposite, and still believe they are right. If you're an American, one of your founding fathers once wrote famously that, um, you know, you can't... You can't reason somebody out of an opinion that they haven't reasoned themselves into. It's just, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, I, I believe, I trust the science. I trust the medical experts. So you're going to do what they say? No. Because <laughs> now the people who don't wear masks, now the people who don't wear masks, they're in the right. <laughs> and they're still getting abused. <laughs> I have a story here. Let me see if I can find this very quickly. Fuck it, we're doing it live. We're doing it on the fly. I knew I tucked it away somewhere. All right, here we go. Here's a cute one for you. <laughs> oh, you're gonna love this. Let's have a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Now you may need to decide if you want to watch this or not. This might be one where you may want to take the kids and pop them out of the room, perhaps, potentially. How about this, ladies and gentlemen? You know, because it's silly to suggest that some people have been psychologically damaged by what's happened over the last 12 months. How about this? Teacher caught on video berating vaccinated student for not wearing a mask. I'm really just making it all up, aren't I? Teacher caught on video berating vaccinated student for not wearing a mask. 
in 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 other words, the student who is following CDC guidelines was being berated by a teacher who was probably thinking to herself, I trust the science. <clears throat> I'm berating you because I'm on the side of the experts. The kid is actually following CDC guidelines. So would you like to see, press one in the chat, would you like to see this teacher berating this student? And what's and tell me what's the market on bold frame glasses being part of the scenario here, part of the equation? I'm going to say very short odds, <laughs> almost unbackable, in fact. Would you like to see? Let's have a look here. Need to get a little dick. Okay. I don't want to get sick and die. Okay. Fucking lose some weight then, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking these teachers, man. Look at her. While she's screaming in this little kid's face, and he might be a little shit for all I know, did you notice that she can't actually stand there under her own weight? She needs to lean her ample frame against one of the desks in the room while she's while she's pointing the finger in his chest. You need to do it because I don't want to die. Well, if you don't want to die, there's many ways that we can start addressing that. You're not going to like them, though. Look at that. Look at that scene. What a, what a perfect little fucking uh, parable for 2021, for life in 2021. Vaccinated students sitting at the other end of the room, right? CDC guidelines are now, hey, if you've been vaccinated, the mask isn't really that much of an issue anymore. And it's this wheezing, this wheezing fucking, you know, slovenly beast makes her way probably from the front of the room for the first time in many a year to the back of the room. By the, by the time she gets to the back of the classroom so she can actually get in this child's face, uh, she's so exhausted she needs to lean up against the desk. <laughs> you listen to me, Timmy. <laughs> you need to wear a mask because I don't want to die. Hey. Frontline fucking heroes, these cats. <laughs> I would have not I would have not gone well in today's current fucking education system, man. <laughs> I would not have got on well. At all. I was I I spent most days kind of sitting outside the classroom rather than in it before any anyway, before it was really bad, you know? Can you imagine these days? Fuck. Having that having that scene presented to you as a student and not saying anything? <laughs> Fuck, give me a no chance. No chance. I would I would just get up and walk myself to the fucking principal's office. You said what to her? Yeah, I called her a fat fucking beast. Should have seen her. She could barely fucking stand up. She had to keep she had to keep sucking on a brown paper bag every other sentence while she was yelling at me. <laughs> She's not in a bad, she's not in a good way. If I were you, I'd get a list together of all the appropriate uh, fill-in teachers because you may need them very soon. She looks terrible. <laughs> all right, let's get back. This is important. This this dangerous little kid is <laughs> putting my life at risk. I don't care if you're vaccinated, you little dick. Oh, I missed that the first time. I don't care if you're vaccinated, you little dink. 
Listen to this. Like I said, this wildebeest. You little dick. So, so she's also doing name calling, which is very responsible for a teacher. <laughs> Wait, you're getting in, you're, you're getting into a name calling row with one of the students. Ugh. This here, this here is what's wrong with the education system. Said it. This thing here. What's happening here? We don't need to get into a big conversation about ideological subversion or the rewriting of history or the whitewashing of history, for that example. Uh, for example, we don't need to get into, um, you know, any kind of cultural subversion or people will, you know, conspiracy theorists will talk about these kinds of topics, obviously. You don't have to point to any of that. You can just show people this clip and say this here. This is the problem. Address this. I'll settle for that. We can talk about, you know, a Marxist revisionist view of history being taught in high school another day. But first, can we just take care of this thing here? <laughs> I'd like to fill out a report, please. If we can address this first, then we can move on to the more complicated stuff. <laughs> Listen to me, you little, you dink. Okay. I don't want to get sick and die. Mm. Okay. There's other people you can infect just because you're vaccinated. You know what? You're not a special person around here. Oh, you are, though. <laughs> Remember, dun, 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 this person follows, this person trusts the science. <laughs> Kitty B in the chat says she loves corn because it's ribbed for her pleasure. Yes, but she doesn't put it in her vagina. She eats it and go and gets off. She swallows it whole. She swallows it whole like a pelican taking down a, a fresh fish. Just that corn ribbed on the way down. Because the only feeling that's left is the feeling in the throat and the stomach. And the feeling is always empty. <laughs> You should hear about how everybody talks about me. Right. Exactly. Coffee Talk Sandra with the diamond. DLive.tv slash Coffee Talk with Sandra. Swallowing it, it whole. I don't care how You're a jerk. Okay. Oh. Listen to this cow. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. You know what? Fucking tip of the hat to the young man. Tip of the hat to the young man in this video, ladies and gentlemen, because if you'll notice, he's just going, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> and it's it's pretty it's probably gonna be hard for you to make out in the chat room there. If you if you zoom right in, if you have a nice close look, he does have a very kind of Pepe-ish shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> so while she's heaving and wheezing and trying to spit vitriol in his face. He's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> and smiling right up. Probably infuriating. Probably getting that blood pressure to an already dangerous level. Because her baseline is already probably pretty high, I think. High cholesterol, high blood pressure, high body fat index. Right? A, whole bunch of, a whole bunch of things are running in the red right now for this one. So it might not take too much to kind of tip her over the edge. Both, both theoretically and physically, like a cow, like a fat turtle, she'd be on her back just, just flailing her arms and legs around in the air. 
They're getting away. They're getting away. Stop them. Help me up. I'm sorry, miss. We can't help you up. There's only 10 of us. <laughs> Have we got some kind of pulley system in the in the school somewhere? Maybe we can drag her up to the woodworking uh, section and get the crane onto her. You know the shit that they use to lift the, the timber off the back of the truck? That might work. Listen to me, you little jerk. And you need to have respect for other people in your life. You need to have respect for other people in your life. After she just called him a jerk. <laughs> like I said, I would not get on well in school today were I forced to be in it. And I think I'd be there very long, honestly. I could feel it in my bones. I do. You're not a big man on campus. Quit walking around here like you have a stick up your butt. I'm just trying not to grease my shoes. That's why I'm walking out like that. Oh, if you, can you see? He's eating while he's talking to her. Looks like he could be eating like potato chips or something. So as in between talking to her, he's taken like a little handful of chips. This guy is a fucking Chad. A Chad in the making. He's a Chad apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> you can see there he's putting the chip to his mouth. So not only is he casually going, yeah, okay, whatever, and smiling back in her face, he's also making her crazy with the sounds and the smells of snacking. <laughs> That's why she was over there in the first place. She was originally attracted to the salt that was filling the air as soon as that bag of Lay's was cracked open. She floated over there like Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting wet or it's the thigh sweat, but either way, I'm very excited by this. Fucking beautiful. How do you like that? Berating students, even though they're vaccinated, for not wearing masks. Yeah. I tell you, everything is going really well. With that. We're going to take a quick five-minute break. I've got so much more to get through. So much more on this fucking angle to get through tonight. So we'll take a quick five-minute break, visit the little boys' room, when we return with the Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Divided country. 
corrupt politicians bought and paid for by hypersized corporate conglomerates on one side, and emotionally manipulated mindless automatons pushing you into their arms on the other. But what if I told you there was another choice? That we could end all of this in an instant. I'm Major Tom, and I want to be your president. My comprehensive Nuke America Now campaign is proven, bipartisan, and effective. Unlike all those other people offering you false platitudes about change and togetherness, I make you only one simple campaign promise. If elected, after a week-long rager to celebrate the greatest country ever known, I'll turn America's entire nuclear arsenal in on itself, and we'll make sure America goes out on top and on our own terms. The time to pretend that this country is fixable is over. It's time to elect a leader that understands our situation. So remember, vote MT2024, and let's finally give this joke the punchline it deserves. Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kicked at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Can't be old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. 
Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. This right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie puppet tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie puppet tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie puppet tonight. Coming back. Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Daily Boogie Podcast, Wednesday night. Don't forget to follow some of our friends. Coffee Talk with Sandra, Rational Times, everybody's favourite lover of French women. Uh, winning TV, Victor Von Schroom on together tomorrow night. Winning TV, dlove.tv slash winning TV. Don't forget, check them all out. You know all our, you know all our mates. Go and say g'day. Tell them Boogie sent ya. So thank you for joining us. Second half of the show. Like I said before the break, so much more to get through, so let's get right back into it, shall we? No, we won't do Canada first. We'll do Can. We'll get to Canada. <clears throat> Don't worry. We'll get to you, Canada. <laughs> now, who? I'm going to put a, a genuine question in the chat, and I only want genuine answers, okay? Because I'm not about, you know, fucking with you here on this show. Definitely not. Genuine question. I want genuine answers. Who here wants to feel safe? Press one in the chat if you want to feel safe today, because I can make it happen for you. I can make you feel. We're gonna make you feel so safe. <laughs> and I mean, if you don't want to feel safe, how about this? Do you want the people you love to feel safe? Because that's also a one. It's gonna be very important that you put one in the chat for this to work. Because <laughs> if you don't want to feel safe, then probably you shouldn't be here. You must be some kind of, you know, science denier. Putting it out there. Don't want to be too offensive or anything. Don't want to be too hyperbolic. But you're probably some kind of extremist because you don't want to feel safe. You want to create chaos, don't you? You want to take everybody's safe safe spaces away, don't you? You're a colonizer, that's why. Thank you for keeping me safe. All right, most people do want to feel safe. Good news. <laughs> oh, you want to feel safe, you say? <laughs> Here's one I prepared earlier. A lot of folks already taking to the skies. TSA screening more than a million and a half passengers. Go on. On Easter Sunday, over a thousand percent increase from this time last year. It's a lot to keep up with Mm. from COVID passports to vacation booking, insurance. It's just all. I love I love a sly reference, don't you? I mean, hey, there's just so many topics of conversation going on right now. How to book a fa- your favorite restaurant. What's the capacity at the hotel you want to stay at? COVID passports. And, you know, how to get your plane ticket. Sorry, what was that third one? How to get your plane ticket? No, 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 before that. Oh, well, you see, I said, you know, getting a restaurant booking, finding your hotel. COVID passports. And getting a, you know, <laughs> getting your favorite concert tickets. Are you muttering one under your breath? I'm pretty sure you... No, no, no. They're all there. How to book a restaurant. How to get a hotel. Back from the How to go to a sporting event. 
it's all easy. It's all very easy. It's all very straightforward. There's so many topics floating around. I love that shit. NBC News investigative and co uh, consumer correspondent Vicky Wynn is here to break Hi, it all down for us. Good morning. Vicky. Hi, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so the CDC recently updating its. I hope it stays a good morning. Good morning, Vicky. Down for us. Good morning. <clears throat> they have you noticed how much, how often they present these stories. Just from experience, because we've always played like a lot of news clips, you know, local news clips and stuff. It's just something that we've always done here. So have you noticed, I've got no data to back this up, but does it feel like, and I'm kind of cringing at myself for saying this, but does it feel like a lot of these stories are broken on like bright, sunny, happy, light-hearted breakfast television? Do you think I'm onto something there? Right? I mean, listen to this song and I'll and I'll do a report. Some might say right. you ready? that I'm a loner. <clears throat> but I just call it being free. Hi everyone, welcome to Breakfast with Boogie Bumper. It's a beautiful day outside, a wonderful 94 degrees in the locals. Uh, today we're gonna talk about the amazing uh, the amazing exploits of our football team last night they really showed that crosstown rival who's boss didn't they now we've got some amazing news in the world of covid let's go to our reporter here vicky hi vicky hi everybody how are you everybody's having a wonderful day what do you got for us over there vicky well i've got this amazing news a secret government department is going to implant a small camera into everybody's eyeball and then they're going to monitor those feeds constantly being fed into a private government database and then they'll be able to find people who are breaking the rules and will be able to eliminate them by pressing one button which is linked to a small explosive device which is implanted in their eyeball. I mean, it's fucking... Huh? Wow, that sounds amazing, Vicky. That is so cool. Yeah, everybody's like super excited. And if you want to follow it, hashtag my eyeball is a bomb on Twitter. Get involved in the conversation. You can check out my eyeball is a bomb.com as well. I mean, it's really just a hip, young, fucking fresh company. <laughs> you see what I'm saying here? It's great stuff. All right. Thanks for the report, Vicky. You know, coming up after the break, what's the best way to eat eggs? Over easy or scrambled? Beautiful out there. City news out there. Beautiful 85 degrees out on the I-5. <laughs> right? <laughs> it always seems to be the breakfast news shows that are breaking these fucking hideous stories. Night times are reserved for, you know, a few things. Why everybody's racist and what hole we should piss in when we go to a public toilet. That's the night. That's the serious news at night. In the morning, it's, you know, we want to keep things light. I'm going to keep things light and happy for our audience. So that's when we'll break the um, brand new surveillance techniques being used by authority stories. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Morning. Okay, so CDC okay, recently yeah. updating its travel guidelines, mm -hmm. yeah. saying those who are fully vaccinated uh, are able to do a lot more than they were before. So, oh, Yeah, but, you know, I'm still going to wear my mask. You know why? Because I trust the science. I'm responsible. I'm going to go out in one of those diving fucking bell helmets from the 1920s. And I'm just going to have a long oxygen hose attached to my the, uh, attached to the exhaust pipe of my truck <laughs> out in the parking lot. 
and I'm going to walk around the supermarket with this big diving bell on. And that truck running like a thousand revs, nice and level. Just want a constant flow of carbon monoxide getting fed into my mask. Make the shopping go a lot quicker, don't you think? And then I'll walk through the shopping centre and people will point to their, with their children, they'll point and go, look, Timmy, there's a responsible man. Look, Timmy, that man is keeping us safe. Look, Timmy, but mummy, didn't the CDC say that we don't have to wear our masks indoors anymore because we got vaccinated? They sure did, Timmy. But look, you can never be too careful. There's a man walking around in a lead suit. I want to be like him when I grow up, mummy. Of course you do, Timmy. Because he's a hero. He's probably a teacher. (laughs) He's probably a teacher or a nurse's aide. How can we do without him? I don't know, Timmy. Let's hope nothing happens to him. What's changed? Yeah, everyone's eagerly been anticipating this. What can so we do eager. now that we're vaccinated? So, yes, absolutely. The CDC is now saying fully vaccinated people. That's two weeks after yep. your final dose of the vaccine. Yes. You don't have to test before and after going anywhere. Oh, amazing. No more tests, guys. No more tests. You don't have to test anymore. Now you just have to present proof. You have to just to present paperwork now instead. Isn't it so much more convenient? Unless it's- You know, one of the reasons I love our government is they're always trying to make things easier for me. They're always trying to make things easier. They're trying to make the rules as friendly as possible. That's why I really love them. It's required by your destination. You also don't have to self-quarantine. Fully vaccinated people, however, do still have to follow public health guidelines as long as they're in place. And that is masking. That is distancing, washing your hands. So if you're keeping score at home, all right, you have to. You're allowed. You don't have. You're allowed to self-quarantine now. You're. You don't have to be locked up when you come back from another place. Beautiful. Good news. But you don't have to get tested. Okay. No testing. No quarantine. You're free to go, sir. Have a nice day. But then, as soon as you walk out of the building that you're in, as soon as you walk out of the fucking airport. After getting this great news, sir, you've had your second vaccine. You no longer have to quarantine, okay? Everything's going well. Everything's fucking running smooth. You can you can have a whole lot of freedoms that other people don't have. That's great. And then as soon as you walk out of the airport, you get arrested for not wearing a mask. <laughs> I, I don't know why there's all this confusion about following the rules. It's really not that hard. Don't you trust the experts? Don't you trust the science, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> just do. Just do whatever authority figure says. Like, so if you're just joining us, on tonight's show, we're developing, we're educating each other as to how to negotiate the future world with our freedom passports, okay? So we're just ticking off the boxes of acceptable behaviors. What we need to do as responsible, patriotic citizens... <laughs> in order to keep everybody safe. So you don't have to quarantine, but you are allowed outside. But as soon as you go outside, if you're not following the rules, even though you've been vaccinated, we will scoop you up. <laughs> because we trust the science. We believe in the science. 
all of that. But you can feel a sense yeah. of freedom now. Yes. That's the whole point, is that we can get vaccinated, we reduce our risk. I mean, what an upside. You, I mean, listen to this deal. <laughs> How could you say no to this deal? What can we do now that we're vaccinated? So, yes, absolutely. The CDC is now saying fully vaccinated people. That's two weeks after your final dose of the yes, vaccine. Yes. You don't have to test before and Ooh, after going anywhere unless fun. it's required by your destination. Ah. You also don't have to self-quarantine. Right. Fully vaccinated people, however, do still have to follow public health guidelines as long as they're oh. in place. And that is masking. That is distancing, <laughs> washing your hands, all of okay. that. But you can feel a sense yeah. of freedom now. That's <laughs> I mean, you may not have freedom, but you can feel a sense of it. <laughs> so when you're outside, you need to do everything that the non-vaccinated people do, but you can feel superior to them because you have freedom and they don't. <laughs> okay. Huh? How do you fucking like that, mate? Are you twisting your brain into a pretzel to understand the logic yet? Hmm? <laughs> How about it? Well, don't you want to feel a sense of freedom from time to time? Legally, you're in the exact same boat as everybody else. You have to follow the same rules. You have to follow the same guidelines, masking up, all of that stuff. You have to do the exact same thing as the people who haven't taken it. But, but, my friend, you will feel free. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo to them. And I'm going to be 100% brutally honest. I fucking respect the shit out of that. They're just openly telling everybody to their face. Yeah, no, no, you'll have to do the exact same thing, but hey, at least you'll feel different. <laughs> <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory. What do the businesses think about this? Oregon health officials say they are considering the idea of implementing proof of that. Yes. Vaccine status mm. as the CDC dropped the mask mandate on Thursday. And KZI9 News reporter Chris Lindsay spoke with several business owners in Eugene mm -hmm. to see if they would be for this. What do you got for us? When the CDC released new guidelines for fully vaccinated people to stop wearing masks, yep. it left some people wondering how businesses would enforce that rule. Ah. And there's even been mention of vaccine passports mm. to prove you've gotten your shots. Yep. We're not here to be, you know, the police of who's been vaccinated and who's not. Well, oh, sounds, sounds like we've got a denier on our hands here. Remember ages ago we were talking about, because remember we would talk about we would talk about all of these guidelines and the fucking lockdown laws and stuff before it happened. And people would say to me, oh, that's never going to happen. They can't do that. You know why? You know why you're wrong, Boogs? Because police can't enforce all of those lockdowns. Remember I said at the time, they don't have to enforce it. They'll, we will enforce it on each other. Happy we will police money, ourselves. <laughs> Winning underscore TV tipped five dollars. Thank you, sir. Barbecue beer and freedom cards. Fuck yeah. A classic. A true classic. Get ready. Right. 
that bitch. Come on. Absolute fucking classic there. <laughs> yes. That was a good that's a nice little flashback. Thank you, Phil. Put that link in the chat. I remember that one. Wonderful stuff. Alright, wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's right. Science denying businesses saying that they don't have to police things. Well, I've got news for you. Like we were saying on this show, man, the police don't have to enforce anything. We we police ourselves now. Soon as, as soon as somebody who, you know, is of right mind and obvious moral authority witnesses somebody doing something in a store or something that they don't agree with, even though they the person they don't agree with may be following the new CDC guidelines, you know, trust the science. CDC comes out and says, hey, you got a vaccine? No mask for you. But these people, these rational people that wear goggles and two masks, they don't think that you should be walking around without one because they trust the science. Therefore, they're doing the opposite of what the CDC says. And, um, you know, they'll whip out their phone and start recording you and go, look at this guy. Look at this science denier not wearing his mask. Businesses will just start, the businesses will just start kicking you out. Remember us talking about that? Anyway, this is all made up. This is all make-believe. This is all conspiracy theory. Remember, we learned in the first part of the show that... Uh, <laughs> Anytime a conspiracy theorist says something, it's wrong until it comes true. And when it comes true, it's no longer a conspiracy theory. Therefore, the conspiracy theorist was wrong for believing it in the first place. That's the logic that we're now dealing with here in 2021. You can't go wrong. Likely get further guidance from OHA in the coming more weeks. More guidance, good. Chris Navarro, the co-owner of Buddy's... I think what we all need here is more guidance. Diner in Eugene says he's not on board with asking customers about their health. But we would never force somebody to do something that they're uncomfortable with. And he's not the only one. I went around town to see how other businesses are handling the potential for vaccine passports. And no one I spoke with today said they felt comfortable with asking customers to verify their vaccination status. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to Oregon. One of the last places you'd expect this kind of... One of the last places you'd expect this kind of behaviour to be taking place. I hope he, I hope on this report we go around and shame more businesses for following the CDC guidelines. I really do. I hope we shame more businesses for... I hope we shame more businesses for not wanting to ask, you know, intrusive personal questions of people who haven't bought anything yet. Really should. We really should bend them over our knee and give them a jolly good spanking, I think. 
bring them back into line. I spoke to Lisa John, the owner of Mosaic Fair Trade Collection. Okay. I don't feel like it's going to be appropriate for me to ask. She says because she values the privacy of her customers. I don't personally feel like that's going to be our job to kind of police that. <laughs> I like this person. I like this person. See, this person probably votes a very different way from most of you in the chat, right? But there are things, there are constants between, you know, this fucking false dichotomy that we're all kind of engaged in. There are constants that run between them. And people are always trying to sever, like, those connections, you know? They're always trying to create, they call it wedge. They're doing wedge politics. They're trying to turn people against their own shit all the time. Because there's nothing more terrifying to a politician genuinely than them thinking that all of you agree on something. They can't have that. You know why? Because if all people agree, like if the uh, an absolute bulk majority of people uh, agree on a certain thing, then they have to do it. Like they don't have to do it. Like they can find... They'll find a way to make you believe you're getting what you want, but not really, or shit like that. But they're forced to do something. They might be forced to make an announcement, right? They might be forced to, you know, come up with some kind of policy. If the bulk of people agree on a certain topic, then the politicians fucking hate that worse than death. Because that means that they have to actually respond. They'd much rather be dictating. You know, they'd much rather be saying, here's what we're going to do. This is our plan. And just, you know, hopefully we can have everybody arguing with each other enough so that we can just carry on doing what we want to do and nobody will stop us. Because, you know, the only way to stop politicians from doing something is, again, to have the bulk of the people, left and right, all sides, all persuasions, agree and say, no, nah, uh-uh, not doing it. It's the only way. And it happens so rarely now. Because the very same corporate press, ladies and gentlemen, will boast about how fractured we are and how divided we are and then cite things like, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll, I'll see you in hell. Then cite things like arguments over public toilets, for example. Something that you're never going to get a bulk of people to agree on. You know why? Because it's a public toilet. There's a lot of opinions about toilets and toilet stuff. Hey, that's the important shit, though. John says she'll likely keep the mask mandate for her store in okay. place until further notice, but said for places that do choose to remove their mask policy. Yeah, that's my hope, because people are being careful. Coming up at 8, I spoke with the manager of a gym who is giving some of his members a choice, and he tells me about the impact he believes this rule change will have on the pandemic. Reporting in Eugene, Chris Lindsay, KZI, 9 News. Okay, how about this, ladies and gentlemen, on a similar vein, right? Let's go all the way down here to little old Australia. This is only this is only a one minute clip. And you by the end of this, this this clip is a, it's a one minute fucking roller coaster. OK, there are highs and there are fucking soul shattering lows all within the space of a minute. You'll laugh, you'll cry. It really is quite something. So have a look at this and tell me what you think. Let's go straight to Mackenzie Collahan now. Mackenzie, a Gold Coast hairdresser, is banning anyone who's actually had the COVID-19 vaccine. What oh. 
All right. So if you if you can't make it out because you don't get accents, right? This salon owner is banning people who have been vaccinated from this store. <laughs> oh my. The plot thickens. <laughs> what do we have here? And now I do have to make mention that uh, yet again, our proud tradition in this country of um, having male news reporters who are always like kind of short guys who speak in a kind of weaselly voice like that. <laughs> Hi, how are you going? Reporting for Channel 9. I'm up here and we're talking about uh, this person who's not wearing a mask. <laughs> it's always the same kind of archetype news guy here in this country. So just just thought that was worth mentioning. Another Put another tick down for the good guys on that one. What's behind that strong stance? What's behind What's behind this strong stance? Let's go straight to Mackenzie Collahan now. Mackenzie, a Gold Coast hairdresser, is banning anyone who's actually had yeah. the COVID-19 Interesting. I'm vaccine. listening. What's behind that strong stance? Well, Melissa, they say the decision was made for the health and safety of their staff and clients. The Kymea <laughs> High Vibe Frequency Salon here in Palm Beach says if you've got the jab, then you can take your business elsewhere. Now, it helps that uh, she's also very cute. Because <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, there does seem to be a trend in society where for some reason, cute girls can get away with more stuff. Have you noticed that? Or am I, am I just making it up? She actually looks a lot like that actor. Man, I wish I knew movie references. What's the name of the actress? Here, have a look. See, if it doesn't, she... Oh, she reminds me of somebody, man. The girl who was in... Oh, what was she in? Fuck. She's in one of those thriller movies. Like, a, you know, a sci-fi thriller. Oh, man. Come on. Somebody is somebody in the chat is good with, like, Hollywood trivia. You know the one that she looks like because it's obvious. Oh, fuck. Can't, can't think of the name, though. Got no chance in the name. A, a little bit like uh, the woman who was in JAG. Remember that lawyer, that Navy lawyer show? No, not Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, no, no. There's another one. Not someone less famous, although Jennifer Love Hewitt's not really famous anymore. Not Sarah Jessica Parker. She doesn't look like a horse. Come on, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> nah, not The Matrix. Not Sandra Bullock. Not Sandra Bullock. I don't know. No, not Jennifer. Gun it's, eh. I'll, I'll be, you know what'll happen? Two years from now, long after everybody's completely forgot about this, I'll be watching a movie and the actress will come on the screen and I'll say, oh, that's the one. And then I'll report back to you and you, it'll be like a, a totally different audience, a recycled audience. By then you've all gotten sick of me and you've moved on to other shows and shit. And it's going to be a completely new audience. It'll be like, remember when we were talking about this actress? And everyone will go, what? What? No, not Miller Jovovich. Is it Catherine Bell? Nikki Fruit Loops is saying Catherine Bell. Let's have a look. Yes, yes. Yes, okay. That's a good one. All right, I'll get that one. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. Number one, number two, number one, number two, number one, number two. <laughs> I think that's the one I'm talking about. 
Anyway, where the fuck were we? What are we doing, books? The owner, uh, Yasmina Adler, took to social media today saying that the unknown health effects of the vaccine are not covered by the business's public liability insurance. (laughs) Oh, she's a fucking clever one, this one. She is a clever one. (laughs) Did you hear? Do you want to hear that again? (laughs) So, see, she's doing like. People are saying no, not even close. They're, I'm telling you, you'll be watching a movie like in a week or two from now and you'll see the chick I'm talking about. I'm telling you. And you, then it'll go, ah, maybe that's not the one that I'm thinking of. I don't know. She looks very familiar to somebody I've seen in a movie recently. I don't know. Oh, who's the wife from... Who's the wife from the show? Now we're completely off track. Who's the wife from the show that's got Claire Danes in it? Uh, Brody, you know, the guy who comes back like a sleeper cell terrorist. Uh, and it went it went completely off the fucking rails after like two seasons. Um, What was the name of that show? Fuck. See, I'm terrible. I'm terrible with stuff like this. I can, I can give you vague descriptions of things, but nothing concrete. Homeland, thank you. So who was the wife in Homeland? Was it that chick, Catherine Bell? No, that's the one, okay. Marina Bakarin. Now I've got you. Now I've got you, honey. Now you'll see what I'm talking about here. Okay. Let's try this one. Okay. Here we go. All right. Now now tell me I'm wrong. Number one. Number two. Number one. Number two. Number one. Number two. Number one. Number two. Tell me I'm wrong now. Come on. That's the one. That's the one, my little Bugistanians. All right. Let's get back to the main fucking point of this story here. <laughs> Somebody in the chat, white flight, nah, fuck off. <laughs> What's behind that strong stance? Well, Melissa, they say the decision was made for the health and safety of their staff. Health and, clients. and safety? The High Vibe Frequency Salon here in Palm Beach says... I love the health the jab, and safety aspect. ...you can take your business elsewhere. <laughs> the owner, uh, Yasmina Adler, took to social media today saying that the unknown health effects of the vaccine are not covered by the business's public liability insurance. So we spoke to her a short time ago, and this is okay. what she had to say. Okay. I don't believe we fully know what it's doing to our bodies and especially our bodies as women. And I've gotten a lot more business from this because people believe and stand for what it is that I believe and stand for. Oh, they're not going to like that. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to like that at all. Did you hear that? She said, I've actually gotten a lot more business 
because they they probably asked some fucking question like, are you worried about you know everybody feeling unsafe in your store or some shit like that? Do you care, right? Actually, I've gotten a lot more business because people are like, fuck yeah, we'll support you. They don't like this. They're not going to like this. Now, the other thing she said here, which is, this is key, okay? This is a key little tidbit. Like I said, this is a minute of fucking roller coaster. This little tidbit here is is central to this whole clip because of what happens at the end, which will blow your fucking mind, okay? Remember, okay, now this is the you want this is the time for you to twist your brain into a pretzel again, okay? This is your official warning. It's time to you know, snap off the logical part of your brain and throw it in a blender for a moment or two, all right? Because that's what it's going to take for you to get through this next 30 seconds of footage, and I'm not lying. I'm not being hyperbolic. Get ready, because it's about to get fucking wild on this thing. Okay, have a look at this. I don't believe we fully know what it's doing to our bodies, and especially our bodies as women. And I've gotten a lot more business from this because people believe and stand for what it is that I believe and stand for. Those claims have been independently fact-checked by health experts. And, Melissa, uh, both Facebook, Instagram and the Federal Health Department have since flagged them as misinformation. What? (laughs) Oh, boy. That's right. Do not adjust your headphones. You heard that correctly. She she said, I'm not... So the two claims that were made, okay, it's worth going back over. How long have we spoken about on this show, like, the rape of the English language? Uh, you can say things to somebody and it doesn't even matter. You they you say something to them and they hear something else. That's the level we're at now. And again, this is a little tip of the hat to the people who are like, we're going to wake people up. We're going to change the world. Okay, that's great. Good for you. I'm on your side, bro. Good luck with that. But you're now dealing with a scenario that sees somebody saying, We don't know, I don't think, this was the statement roughly, I don't think we fully understand the impact on our bodies, especially as women yet. The other claim was, I've gotten more business since doing this because people who believe in what I believe are supporting me. And this little reporter with his his little voice, well, this claim claim was fact-checked. Wait, you you fact-checked the claim that she said, we're not sure really what the long-term impacts are. How can, how can that be wrong? What, what about the, so you're saying that she's getting less business? How do you know? <laughs> right? But that's how easy it is. That's how easy it is. That, that, that's all that will be enough for somebody in the audience, for most people watching it, to go, yeah, that makes sense. So when you bring up the story to a friend of yours and say, hey, look at this chick. Look what she's doing with her business. She's actually doing the reverse. They'll say, um, well, sorry, that was, f- I, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but that's actually misinformation. And they, and they won't even know why they're saying it. That little clip, will do, that'll be enough 
to just because it just adds to the bias. It you throw that on the pile of biases that the person already has about you. Like we discovered in the first half of the show, you can now be doing the exact opposite of what the CDC tells you to do. The same people who've told you for the, since the beginning you need to follow what the CDC says are now doing the exact opposite. They've been vaccinated and they're saying, no, I'm going to keep wearing my mask. And the CDC is like, you don't have to. You can take it off now. And they're like, no, I don't care. I'm doing what I want because I trust the science, because I listen to the experts, even though they're doing the exact opposite as they say it. That's how broken their minds are. You know, the very same people. (laughs) I don't think we fully understand the long-term effects yet. It's only been around for a few months. Um, Facebook independently fact-checked this claim and flagged flagged it as misinformation. Facebook and Instagram have done my job for me. Imagine, imagine being a reporter and relying on Facebook and Instagram. Hang on. Do you guys, like, not research anything at all anymore, ever? <laughs> I'll just check what Facebook said. That will be what I go with. Huh? And, you know, I don't know if it's some, you know, one inter- one party, you know, controlling another party or a different party controlling another party, or if it's just a case of blind leading the blind. But you want to change the world, man. You want to wake people up. People don't see the problem with independently fact-checking somebody who says we don't know what the long-term effects are for something that's only been around for a matter of months because they don't know what the long-term effects are. They can't because it hasn't been long-term. An independent face checker will check that off and say, yep, that's misinformation. Sounds like another conspiracy theorist, if you ask me. Scary stuff, huh? I don't believe we fully know what it's doing to our bodies and especially our bodies as women. And I've gotten a lot more business from this because people believe and stand for what it is that I believe and stand for. Those claims have been independently fact-checked by health experts. And, Melissa, uh, both Facebook, Instagram and the Federal Health Department have since flagged them as misinformation. (laughs) Oh, so we do know. That's great. You know, I just don't don't think we know the long-term effects. I'm sorry, miss. That's misinformation. Oh, okay. That's great news. So we do know the long-term effects. Tell me, what are the long-term effects? We don't know yet. (laughs) How do you like that? (laughs) Hi. Hi, my name's Boogie Bumper, reporting from the Daily Boogie. I don't think we learned... I don't think we know the long-term effects. Well, Mr. Boogie Bumper, I'm pleased to report that you're actually spreading misinformation. That's false. It's not true. Oh, good. Uh, Well, I have a follow-up question. What are the long-term effects? Well, I'm afraid I can't answer that right now. It hasn't been long enough. (laughs) Trust the science, everybody. (laughs) I'm doing the right thing. I listen to the experts. I trust the science. Fucking fantastic. (laughs) How good is 2021 going? I've been meaning to get through to this story for a while now. Jim Enward sent this through on the Discord. I've been meaning to get to this one, and I keep fucking running out of time. Yesterday, I even named the show after this story and never got to it. 
So today we're doing it right at the end where I'll probably run out of time again. But anyway, a hug can have such a positive impact. Ontario family working to bring the hug glove to isolated Canadians. Let's have a look at this. Medical studies have long shown that regular human touch can improve mental health and reduce stress levels. Because sometimes when we touch, the vaccine isn't enough. And I have to close my eyes and cry. It works from infants to elders. Good. And the lack of it can make people, well, a little touchy. So for those who haven't had a hug in months, CTV's medical specialist, Avis Favreau, looks... <laughs> to those who haven't had a hug in months, what are you doing? <laughs> Serious question, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> to those who haven't had a hug in months, have you burnt down your work off your office yet? <laughs> to those who haven't had a hug in months, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> To those who haven't had a hug in months, really? No. You know why? Because here on here at the Daily Boogie, we're on Team YouTube, and here on Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, we believe in fucking solutions. Stress levels. It works from infants to elders. Solve this problem for me, sir. People, well, a little touchy. Mm. So for those who <laughs> haven't had a hug in months, CTV's medical specialist Avis Favreau looks at some innovative alternatives. Okay, I love innovation. Some three months into the COVID-19 outbreak in Canada, and a lot of people are missing this, the welcoming arms of a warm hug. A hug is a form of touch and that communicates very quickly. Mm. We're connected to each other. By the way, though, uh, handshakes are bad and evil and a sign of male dominance. Remember that story? Remember that all that longer? You know what? We might have to get rid of handshakes forever. Why do we even have handshakes? It's probably something that some fucking male invented. As a, you know, as a symbol of the patriarchy. Men shaking hands. And what's this stuff about a firm handshake? What, are you trying to prove how tough you are? We need to get rid of handshakes, but when can we hug again? <laughs> well, we've got good news. <laughs> the solution is here. The answer is just around the corner. I care about you. You matter to me. Yep. But the two metres of safety mandated by public health yep. has created what some call a touch deficiency touch syndrome. Deficiency the syndrome. president of the International Red Cross talked about his pain in not being able to hug a colleague. She was crying in front of me, two meters apart from me, and I couldn't hug. You could if you wanted to. Mbole Simbanka in the chat. I actually don't hug. I make jokes, but I'm not actually gay. Yeah, I don't hug them. I just fuck them. Hey, Mbole, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Why well, hug them when you can fuck them? Toss them back. Yeah, that's right, little boy. Get your sweet ass over here and let me hug you. Hug you right in the ass. <laughs> I hug them right in the ass. <laughs> the terrible thing of this is the is the lack of the, the the human touch. So people, it seems, are finding creative ways to embrace. In Iceland, people have taken to hugging trees. <laughs> <laughs> he 
It's just like the real thing. I mean, this is not new and innovative. Press one in the chat if at any time in your life you have either seen or heard of someone hugging a tree. <laughs> Press two in the chat if you've never heard of a tree hugger. And if you're, if you're about to press two, save yourself the time. Remove yourself from the chat room immediately. We can't have people as dense as you here. You've never, if you've never heard the term tree hugger before. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, our fingers are kind of touching a little bit. I mean, this is, this is a viable... Imagine, imagine sitting there on TV saying this is a viable alternative to hugging. Let's let's hug the tree instead. <laughs> it's just as good. We're not missing out on anything. <laughs> A lot of people in the chat have heard the term tree hugger before. Hey, the, no, no, no. The corporate media said this is new and innovative. <laughs> How do they think of these things? Where do their ideas come from? <laughs> it's like a fucking Leonardo da Vinci over here with these creations. Hey, I know. Why don't we hug the tree? Ah, Bobby, you're so fucking talented and smart. We should do a whole news report on this. <laughs> So people, it seems, are finding creative ways creative. to embrace. It's creative. In Iceland, yep. people have taken to hugging trees. Wonderful. Because contact with nature, say scientists, can offer a sense of comfort. Yes. Others are turning to plastic. <laughs> the Ellis family created the hug glow. <laughs> I don't want to suspend, you know, I, I don't want to break the illusion for you in the audience because I know, you know, you, you want to have a good time, you want to relax. <laughs> you know, you know what I hate? I hate watching those making ofs shows. So if I watch like a movie with a lot of special effects, I hate watching the, um, you know, this is how we made it because I don't want to know. I want to pretend like it's all magical, you know. I don't want to see the guy being, you know, held up by fucking ropes you know elastic ropes from the roof and swinging around in front of a blue screen and not fighting anybody looking like a dork you know i don't want to see that i want to see them you know flying around in space having sword fights with aliens and shit and believe it so i don't want to ruin the illusion for any of you out there in the chat but it does appear as though the hug glove is just a piece of painter's drop sheet Stuck together with electrical tape. <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks like a painter's drop sheet hanging hanging from a rope because that's what it is. <laughs> if it walks like a drop drop sheet and hugs like a drop sheet, it's probably a drop sheet. And you see, they very creatively cut a couple of holes in it and then fed a couple of tubes of drop sheet through the hole. And it's all being kept together with, I can only imagine, at least half a roll of electrical tape. We call it the hug glove. <laughs> oh, shit, did we patent it? <laughs> Nicky Fruit Loops, it's not the full body condiments. It's not the full body condom from Naked Gun 2.5.
a plastic sheet with arms so the family could hug grandmother Susan without risking infection. Wow. As soon as we physically felt that embrace, it just... We... The, the, this is the Hug Glove co-inventor. I'm glad it wasn't just one person who came up with the Hug Glove either. It seems too complex for that. It seems like the kind of invention where you're going to have to have a team, like a, an R&D team, an operations team, you know, a weapons expert, an electronics expert. You're going to have all of these things working in unison to come up with something as innovative, creative and complex as a painter's drop sheet hanging from a rope <laughs> with stuck together with electrical tape. <laughs> <laughs> We spoke to the Hug Gloves co-inventor. <laughs> and uh, if you'll notice there, ladies and gentlemen, once again, need I point out, bold frame glasses. Always seems to be. Every single time. Every single time. It's a pair of bold frame fucking glasses. On that note, thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Friday night, I might be a little bit earlier than seven because I've got to get out early, so I've got to do something. So, I'll, look, here's the thing. I'll either start earlier than seven, but not before six. I'm going to try and make this as complex as possible. I could possibly start earlier than seven, but not before six, potentially after 6.30 or thereabouts. If not then, it will start at 7 but end sooner. There you go. Hopefully nobody has a problem with that. So we'll start at whatever time we start at, which could be between 6 and 7. 7 at the latest, 6 at the earliest. Happy Hanukkah, which, my Exactly. <laughs> which is what we've oh. always done. Why censor dipped $5? Thank you, Kimmy. Okay, no comment. She did leave a video. Let's have a look here. We want to show the tree that we care. Isn't it lovely? <laughs> Very good. Let me put that in the chat for you. Fantastic. Well done. Thank you very much for the tip on the way out. There you have it. All right. So like I said, Friday night, it'll be six at the earliest, seven at the latest. But, you know, whatever time we start, it will be the time that we always start, always have started and always will start. So I hope that sorts it out for you. So ladies and gentlemen, with that, till next time, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. And we'll see you soon. Bye bye.